Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. And my guest on the podcast today is Dana Neiman. Dana is the Nurse Director of Education here at CCMH. And Dana, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. We're going to talk about the public education aspect of what we do here at CCMH. We're getting toward the end of the year. We're going to get ready to move into 2023. And we're offering uh, a fair number of opportunities for the public, uh, whether that's individuals or business or government. Uh, to learn more about what we can do in terms of healthcare within our community. Some of those things include Stop the Bleed and CPR mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So Dan, can you give us kind of an idea of what what sorts of uh, what sorts of training are available to people who are within the community? So at this time, we are offering CPR courses. I do not have the calendar public at this point. I, we are going through our last um, requirements for two more CPR instructors. Uh, what they will be able to do is they will be able to provide healthcare CPR as well as heart saver CPR uh, for individuals in daycares, businesses, and those going into healthcare that maybe have let their uh, certifications lapse. The, the beauty of the two individuals that are going through and finishing their instructor aspect, they are bilingual as well. And so that will definitely speak volumes to our community. Um, and so we are working on offering that. I hope to have the calendar public by the middle of January uh, once we kind of get the schedules and stuff figured out. I think what's important to remember about uh, a lot of the public education that we're doing is we really... Well, while we would like to think that EMS personnel can handle anything that happens, and they can, sometimes it's the immediate response to a situation by people who are trained, who are just a regular everyday run-of-the-mill garden variety people like me, who begin to administer the, the appropriate uh, health techniques in order to be able to help someone prolong their life. Absolutely. In fact, the studies have shown that if you have a witness arrest, and that is when somebody's heart stops beating, um, if you have a witness arrest, the being able to initiate CPR instantaneously or almost as quick as possible, as well as implementing the AED, you actually have an increased chance of survival. And you have to think, even though we have a very amazing response within our county, I know within Denison City Limits, our EMS responds in less than two minutes, typically, um, you know, that's still two minutes of time in there where somebody could be getting perfusion from their heart to their brain and that's the whole purpose and premise behind CPR. And stop the bleed is much the same. Absolutely because the quicker we can uh, really preserve that blood loss and the quicker that we can try to um, get that pressure on there uh, that tourniquet applied and be able to formulate that clot the more likely we are going to be able to save that person's life and prevent an uncontrollable incident. And once we get those schedules put together, we'll get those out there to the public. And, Absolutely. And uh, we'll give you some instructions. Anybody who might be listening to the podcast today who's thinking, hey, I'd like to participate in that, we'll get those schedules up on our website. We'll also get that information out in the newspaper, radio, on Facebook, whatever it is. We'll get it out there so that people know where they can go to sign up mm-hmm. and uh, when those classes are going to be taking place. My guest on the podcast today is Dana Neiman. Dana is the Nurse Director of Education here at CCMH. We're talking about how we get the public involved in, uh, in healthcare here in Crawford County. One of the things that we've been working on for a while, Dana, is a patient, a family advisory council. And this is maybe not a new concept, but it certainly is a new concept for us. 
Yes, it is. So I'm very excited to announce that we are going to have our first official meeting in January uh, for our Patient Family Advisory Council. And this will be a group of individuals that actually utilize our services here at CCMH. And then we do have one individual that has agreed to um, at least come for the kickoff meeting, if not potentially serve on the council, that was a former utilized, that formerly utilized our services. Um, and based upon some perception and experiences has chosen to go somewhere else. And so this gives us an opportunity to really hear their voice. It gives us a chance to be able to map the patient experience from door to door, from department to department. It also gives, um, you know, our patients and families um, not just a voice, but really an impact as we go forth and we are doing improvement opportunities at the organization. We're looking at growth. We're looking at, you know, maybe updating our building model, those types of things. And that all can come from that patient's experience and, and their families and really their feedback. And that goes back to the podcast we had a couple of weeks ago with Jason Franklin. We were talking about patient experience. This is a part of that entire patient experience model. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And really, I mean, historically speaking, you know, you get feedback from Facebook posts, um, letters, cards, um, you know, obviously, you know, it, it patient satisfaction surveys, things like that. That's when we're getting our feedback. But sometimes that only tells an element of one encounter and not the full story and the full situation. And so we want to be able to make it um, really not driven by the organization, but really driven by the patients and families. And, and we want to hear what it is that they want in their health care and in their needs. You were fortunate enough to be a community-based organization. It's not a secret. I'm a hometown girl. I grew up here and, and I get the luxury of serving my community and I want my community to give me some instruction on what it is that they want because we can sit there all day long and try to rack our brains and try to figure out what would make you know every encounter meaningful to, to our patients and families, but without hearing it from them, we're really just kind of guessing. And I think you make an excellent point. You know, we do a fair amount of service Surveying, uh, we do get a significant amount of feedback from lots of different sorts of electronic or paper sources. But just having that conversation, I think, is so valuable in terms of helping us to understand where we can get better. Absolutely. Now, the, the Patient Family Advisory Council is not meant to replace the surveying process. You know, any organization that um, participates um, in CMS, which is Centers of Medicare uh, Services, you know, uh, funding, they are required to do uh, patient satisfaction surveys, and that is why uh, the HCAP surveys are sent out, and that's a public reporting. And that that is put out on the Hospital Compare website. I'm sure you've had podcasts in the past with Heather Rasmussen explaining some of that. It looks at the patient experience. It also looks at quality and safety. One other uh, internal thing that we do is we do CareSays. And CareSay is an internal surveying process that we do at the time of discharge uh, with our patients in a lot of our different areas, whether it be the emergency department, lab, radiology, physical therapy, uh, surgery. What that does is that gives us instantaneous feedback and it provides us an opportunity to celebrate our staff, um, to celebrate the patient's experience, but also if they give us some feedback that says, hey, everything was okay, but I didn't like this piece of it, it gives us an instantaneous opportunity to try to correct that in real time. Whereas the external surveys that are nationally reported, those are those have a lag with them. And really we want to make every encounter exceptional every time with every patient. 
My guest on the podcast today is Dana Neiman. Dana is the Nurse Director of Education here at CCMH. We're talking about uh, public education and the opportunities uh, for patients and families to participate and, and provide feedback uh, within uh, our organization and our community. The last thing I want to talk about today, uh, Dana, is the EMS conference. We'll come back to this when it gets a little bit closer. But this is uh, an annual conference for us. And how many years is this this year? I want to say, oh, you were going to ask me that. I want to say 23 or 24. 23 or 24. So this has been going on for quite a while. In fact, it's one of the best attended uh, EMS uh, emergency medical services conferences Mm -hmm. uh, in, in the entire state of Iowa. We have participants who come from out of state, South yes. Dakota, Nebraska, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have a significant number of people who attend this. Now we've been uh, virtual the last two years. Mm-hmm. And so we're gonna go back to being in person this year. And I think that's a really big deal. We are so excited to be live couple reasons is number one it's a great networking opportunity for EMS providers to be within their own and when we talk about EMS providers you know that yes that is emergency medical services uh, paramedics first responders EMTs there's also nurses nurses can also go and get nursing contact hours and we have a number of nurses that are in dual role the other great opportunity with being live is we get to bring back some of our quote-unquote vendors and so some of the people that we partner with in our community get to come and they get to network with areas EMS providers. Uh, Typically, we will get one of our services to bring a helicopter down. Um, Children's will be up here. Uh, You know, Bergen Mercy will be here, UNMC. So it's a really great opportunity to network. And you really kind of get a face uh, with an organization and an entity. And I do have to tell you, I was actually down at Bergen Mercy last summer uh, doing some training for myself. And one of the nurse directors there had was bragging to the classroom about our live EMS conference there in at, you know CHI Bergen Mercy where they teach med students and everything else they said that we hands down have one of the best conferences we have great food we have great content and we are just a very welcoming environment I think the value of this something that you just touched on uh, is that it's a great networking event what I really like is the fact that we have experts in in emergency medicine who come to present before a hundred or so people who all work in EMS and so everybody hears the same story from the same person and it, it kind of puts everybody on the same page in terms of our tra- uh, terms of our training and response when those emergency situations come up because it's all about it's all about training and how do we respond when those situations come up in real life. Absolutely. And and really, you know, as an educator myself, the more you can absorb information and the more that you can recall on that in a controlled environment and be comfortable with it, the more likely you're going to be able to impact a patient or, or even, you know, like I said, I'm a hometown girl, a loved one, you know, an emergent situation because we have evidence-based practice, we have the best content, and we have consistency and that's really what we're striving for if there's anything that you've heard about on the on the podcast and I'm talking now to the people who may be listening if any if there's any listener out there who's hearing the podcast today wants to get in touch with you more information on any of these things, what would they do? Uh, well, <laughs> honestly, I will tell you, email is probably the best. <laughs> <laughs> As 
as it is for all of us. Yes, yes, it is. Um, but you can always contact. Um, I do have a direct line. It is uh, 712-265-2795. I encourage you to leave a voicemail. I do typically follow up with vo- voicemails within three days. Uh, email is the best, and that is D Neiman, N-E-E-M-A-N-N, at ccmhia.com. Uh, and that way, you know, we can certainly, if I cannot answer your question, I try to put you in the right uh, direction of the person that can answer your question. And I do want to give one plug about our EMS conference this year. I just found out last week that we will have a cardiologist presenting this wow. year. So Dr. Arm Brewster has has expressed interest in coming to present on a Saturday. Um, uh, and so it's really exciting. So um, we're, we're, pretty, we're pretty stoked about that. So, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Very good. My guest on the podcast today is uh, Dana Neiman. Dana is the Nurse Director of Education here at CCMH. We've been talking about uh, public education and the ways that the public can get involved in our in our healthcare mission here at CCMH. And Dana, thank you for your time today. Thank you. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life.